بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد Previously we were at this time always discussing some surah or some ayat from a particular surah inshallah this ramadan whatever tawfiq allah taala gives how many days allah taala wills some ayat from different places will be discussed but for a start we will start off with the discussion brief discussion of suratul fatiha suratul fatiha the importance of suratul fatiha can be understood even just from this much that the quran sharif commences with suratul fatiha and in every rakat of every salah suratul fatiha is recited just this much itself highlights that this is a very very great surah of the quran sharif and therefore it is important that we have some idea of what is suratul fatiha all about this will inshallah enhance our salah as well and there's obviously every ayat of the quran sharif this great amount of lesson to be taken from it so inshallah we will commence today with suratul fatiha and then inshallah continue with some other ayat from various places a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin arrahmanir rahim maliki yawmiddin iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in ihdinas siratal mustaqim siratal ladhina an'amta alayhim غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ It is narrated in one hadith sharif that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that there is no surah like surah al-fatiha neither in the Torah nor in the Injil nor in the Zabur this is a very unique surah and this is the first entire surah of the quran sharif that was revealed the first revelation itself was the first five ayat of surah iqra but the complete surah that was revealed first was surah al-fatiha nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam once was in the masjid one sahabi said bin mualla radiyallahu ta'ala an was also present Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam called for him he was at that time engaged in some nafil salah so he didn't respond immediately but then when he completed his salah he came and he excused himself that i heard the call but i was at that time engaged in salah in nafil salah so i didn't respond immediately so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam corrected him that allah taala has declared in the quran sharif that istajibu lillahi walir rasuli idha da'akum lima yuhyikum when allah and his rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam call for you you must respond immediately so in any case he then said to him that i will teach you the greatest surah of the quran sharif before you leave the masjid so now this was for the sahaba ikram a very great thing because they were very eager to learn and this was also a means of creating further enthusiasm but the sahaba ikram they were very enthusiastic to learn anything about deen from nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
Here he is being told that the greatest surah of the Quran Sharif will be taught to him. So can we imagine the extent of enthusiasm and eagerness? Any case some time passed and then they began to leave the masjid. As they began to leave the masjid, he immediately said to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that you said you would teach me the greatest surah of the Quran Sharif. Now greatest surah, he expected that they will be a very lengthy surah some surah that has probably been just revealed now, some surah that has just been, uh, hasn't yet been passed on to the ummah maybe. So when he asked again that you said you are going to teach me the greatest surah of the Quran Sharif, Nabi Islam said to him, this greatest surah is Suratul Fatiha. In other words, you already know it. This is the greatest surah. You are familiar with it. It's Suratul Fatiha. Yassab'ul Masani wal Quranul Azim. These are the seven repeated verses and this is Qur'anul Azim. This is the great surah of the Qur'an Sharif. So this again also highlights that this is the greatest surah of the Qur'an Sharif. What greatness is in it? We can never imagine the reality. We accept the words of Rasulullah and have iman on it. But this is the greatness of this surah that it is the summary of the entire Qur'an Sharif. In the surah is the discussion of Tawheed, the oneness of Allah Ta'ala, is the discussion of the Akhirat, belief in the Akhirat, Maliki Yawmiddin, and the aspect of A'mal Salihah is also included in this. Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqeem, Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. So deen is all about Iman, and is all about A'mal Salihah. Iman, Iman includes all the various aspects that are required in a person's Iman, in his faith. And thereafter, Alif Lam, Meem, Zalik al Kitabulari Bafi, this is the explanation and the elaboration of Surah Al Fatiha, commencing from Alif Lam, Meem, right up to An Nas. This is the elaboration and the explanation of Surah Al Fatiha. And then in every salah, every rakat, Surah Al-Fatiha is recited. And the salah will not be complete without the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha. So there is a very deep message which you have been given repeatedly. That we should be taking this message over and over again every day. Not once, not twice, not ten times. Numerous times because every rakat, this is going to be recited. This is let alone the faraiz then included with it, the sunnat al ghair muqqada, the nawafil. So over the day, if a person is performing just the faraiz and all the sunnats, then too this adds up to many, many times in the day, dozens of times in the day, that he would have recited Surah Al-Fatiha. So now the question is that so many times in the day we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, what message are we taking from this recitation every time? Is it just uh, routine that we just get past it and done with it? So there is obviously some very deep message in it. And that is the message that we will try to briefly understand. In one hadith of Bukhari Sharif, it is narrated that Nabi Kareem says that Allah Ta'ala says, perhaps Bukhari Sharif, one of the other books of hadith, the six books of hadith, the Sihasita, that Allah Ta'ala says that قَسَّمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي نِسْفَيْنِ That I have 
divided Suratul Fatiha between myself and my servant, half and half. And then further the hadith goes, the hadith Qudsi where Allah Ta'ala says that when my servant recites Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, the Rabb of the worlds, the universe. So Allah Ta'ala, now he is reciting, the Abd and the servant is reciting, he is reciting in his very humble way, his tongue is uttering the kalam of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen but when he recites this Rabbul Alameen himself responds Subhanallah if a person just bears this in mind and especially while performing Salah while reciting Suratul Fatiha in Salah that there is a conversation taking place with his Rabb can we imagine this insan such a lowly creation though the greatest of Allah Ta'ala's creation Ashraful Makhluqat but created from a dirty drop of fluid and carrying filth and dirt within him all the time and if a little bit of that gets uh, gets onto his clothing, onto his body, not even his salah will be valid this is how this insan's reality is and when he will one day leave this world he will, the ruh will leave him, the soul will leave him then this body will turn into dust and become the food of the ants in the grave. This insan, with all this, what, what his inception is, what he carries within him all the time, and yet this insan, when he recites this kalam of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Rabbul Izzat responds. Allah Rabbul Izzat replies to his recitation. There is this conversation between this Abd and his Rabb. So he says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, the Rabb, the nurturer of the worlds. Allah Ta'ala replies and says, Hamidani Abdi, that my servant has praised me. Subhanallah. This is not something that anybody can hear with the ears of their, what ears they have, the physical ears. But this is something with the iman that a person has in his heart. He hears it with the ears of his heart the ears of that iman that is in his heart that when Nabi Kareem has mentioned to us that Allah Ta'ala declares that Allah Ta'ala says Hamidani Abdi then Nabi himself is now explaining this that when the servant says Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen then Allah Ta'ala says Hamidani Abdi then our iman will hear it this is the response from our Rabb then he goes on to say Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim the most gracious and the most merciful Allah Ta'ala replies and says Asna alayya abdi My servant has extolled my praises and then he says Maliki yawmiddin Master of the day of judgment Allah Ta'ala replies and says Majjadani abdi My servant has glorified me Subhanallah this is a conversation that is taking place between this banda and his Rabb. And then he says, You alone do we worship and you alone do we seek help from. In this Allah Ta'ala says, Hada baini wa baina abdi nisfain abdi ma sa'al. This is half between me and my servant, half half. 
guide us to the state path the path of those whom you have showered your favor not those upon whom your wrath has descended and neither those who are astray allah taala then responds to this hada wali abdi wali abdi ma sa'al that this is for my servant and for him is what he has asked for so this is a conversation that is taking place between this banda and his rabb and allah taala is responding so this is something to bear in mind something to be conscious about when reciting surah al-fatiha and especially in salah this will bring a new meaning to the salah that a person is talking to allah taala and allah is replying to now briefly understand the ayat of the surah the surah commences with alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin but at the beginning of every surah is bismillahir rahmanir rahim apart from surah at-tawbah Whenever any surah was revealed then bismillah was also revealed as a separation between the surahs and as a commencement of the surah surah at-taubah the hikmat of allah taala allah alone knows best but in surah at-taubah there are some specific discussions and that surah is therefore not preceded with bismillah this was by instruction of allah taala Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not dictate the recitation of Bismillah before that surah. So Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is an ayat of the Quran Sharif in itself. But whether it is an ayat of every surah or not that's a separate discussion which there is a view among the fuqaha that yes it is and another view that no it is a separate independent ayat. So nevertheless in the tarawih salah also once Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is recited aloud according to the Hanafi madhab because this is a separate ayat of the Quran Sharif Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim nevertheless is also a very great blessing of Allah taala and everything that a person does we are taught that we should commence with the name of Allah taala the Quran Sharif obviously is going to commence with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim In the times of jahiliyat people would commence with the recite or the taking the name of their idols anything they did they started off by taking the name of the idol Islam came and eradicated that right at the root that anything will be commenced with the name of Allah taala alone and the importance of this has been highlighted in many ahadith <coughs> In one hadith Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that when you enter your home when you commence eating then recite bismillahir rahmanir rahim the shayateen then call out to one another to say that la mabita lakum wa la asha this person entered the home and he recited bismillah when he closed the door he recited bismillah he started eating he recited bismillah there's no accommodation for you in this house there is no meals for you in this house 
the barakat of Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim this blocks the entry of the shayateen into that home the recitation of Bismillah before commencing the meal it blocks the shayateen from partaking of that meal with that person and if he did not recite Bismillah when entering the home he did not recite Bismillah before starting his meal then the shayateen say come in this home you've got accommodation you can come and stay here there's free accommodation here for you and he started of eating without Bismillah food is provided as well this is boarding and lodging as well so the shayateen come and inhabit that home they join the person in that meal now when the shayateen are now all in that home they are also going to stay the night there they are also eating that food of that home and shayateen don't go to sleep they come and spend the night but they don't go to sleep their full time job is to try and to get the person involved in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala to create problems to create all kinds of issues between people, between spouses, between parents and children so now when the shayateen has been invited to come one is the shayateen make their way anywhere and everywhere also but when Allah Ta'ala has provided us with the means of blocking their entry but that was not adopted so then the shayateen were invited so now when the shayateen are invited into the home that yes there is enough space for you you also come and also partake of the meals as well so after the hearty meal that the shaitan will enjoy then what else is going to do shaitan is shaitan after all he is going to not reward that in some good way he is going to get the person involved in sin he is going to try he is going to try to get something going he is going to try to create some problems stir something between people therefore this is a very important teaching of deen which we should make sure that we we ourselves are punctually reciting Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim we teaching it to our families our children that everybody should be reciting Bismillah upon commencing their meal let alone the entering of the home and commencing the meal we mentioned in the Hadith Sharif the person goes to the toilet and he doesn't take the name of Allah Ta'ala before entering then the shayateen interfere with him at that time and further than this is also mentioned a person engages in intimacy and before that he does not take the name of Allah Ta'ala then the shayateen also come in that time and they also get involved in this Allah Ta'ala protect us from the effects of shayateen this is the prescription we have been given for the protection from the shayateen the effects of the shayateen and if we don't adopt these prescriptions then we harm ourselves these are very simple teachings no effort exerted just some consciousness this is also part of all the zikr of Allah Ta'ala this is how important the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is Uzkurullah zikran kathira remember Allah Ta'ala excessively this is all part of this excessive zikr we discussed this morning the importance of du'as on the relevant occasions sometimes it is just taken for granted well this is sunnah and Allah forbid it is said in a way sometimes that actually uh, sort of makes it seem like insignificant which is a very dangerous tone but we can see from this hadith sharif the importance of these sunnahs that how much of benefit it brings 
and when neglected how much of harm comes so we should be taking this to heart and making it part and parcel of our life and reminding one another in our homes as well to be reciting bismillah on all these relevant occasions before eating and entering the home and leaving the home as well we recite take the name of allah taala recite the relevant duas so bismillahir rahmanir rahim this is a very very important teaching and this is the teaching of deen which converts very very basic things mundane things converts it into an ibadah a person is doing something he is starting off by maybe he's going to write something he's going to wear some clothing he's going to put on whatever he's doing something or the other and before that he takes the name of allah taala he recites bismillah that act which would have just been an ordinary act he would have just done something but now that he took the name of allah taala he will now get rewarded in it that has become an ibadat so what is simple way to convert these simple actions into ibadat then when he is saying bismillahir rahmanir rahim by taking allah taala's name before anything before eating it is an acknowledgement that all this is purely allah taala's grace this food i am going to eat now this is not my ability to earn this food to produce this food or my capabilities of any sort all this is purely allah taala's grace and mercy the one morsel of food sometimes there is the effort of hundreds of people that has combined to bring forward that one morsel of food to him from the inception from where it started off from the time that seed got planted and then what went into watering it and then the harvesting of it the tending of it the harvesting of it and then the packing of it and the transportation of it and then sometimes there's so many other processes that went in between then all the implements that were produced before that that were used in the farming of this land in the um plowing of that land and then the harvesting and whatever else so many implements are used all the labor that went into all that and then so many people were involved apart from all the qudrat of allah taala that went directly into it the rain that came down from the heavens the sun that shone upon it the moonlight that had its effect on it and then all the numer innumerable and countless aspects that went into it from the side of allah taala's bounties and favors until finally that one morsel of food came in the hand of this banda and he forgets taking allah taala's name and he eats it up and he doesn't remember to make shukr thereafter as well so this is a, an acknowledgement that ya allah this is only your grace this is not in my capacity to to start off with that grain that seed that has been planted where did that seed come from was that in insan's ability to produce that seed from nothing or give him all raw materials produce one seed he can't produce that seed then he planted that seed after planting that seed all he can do is now water it tend to it but does he bring that shoot out does he allow that to germinate and then that shoot comes out and then it starts flowering and then from that the seeds start coming out and whatever else is now going to be produced out of it does that he has any the slightest bit of involvement in that nothing at all surely the qudrat of allah taala now all this allah taala's qudrat and then this 
food now came into his hand and he is now going to partake of it but he takes that food without the name of Allah Ta'ala and he doesn't make shukr thereafter what a high level of ingratitude this is so now therefore the recitation of Bismillah this is an acknowledgement Ya Allah this is only your grace and this is also in itself a shukr to Allah Ta'ala for this na'mad that Allah Ta'ala has blessed him thereafter the surah commences Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone the Rabb of the worlds Alhamdulillah this is not just all praises due to Allah Ta'ala but that Lam is Lillah Takhsis all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone is not for anyone else in the very first word of the Quran Sharif to start off with the Tawheed of Allah Ta'ala is established in this that if all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone then only Allah alone is worthy of worship nobody else can be worthy of worship so subhanallah this is the Kamal of the Quran Sharif it's Allah Ta'ala's Kalam after all that outwardly it appears to be just a word of praise a expression of the praise of Allah Ta'ala but in that is Tawheed which is the very foundation of our Iman that if Allah alone is worthy of all praise then Allah alone is worthy of worship also nobody else can be worshipped and nobody else is worthy of anything to do with worship Alhamdulillah all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala this has therefore eradicated and uprooted any shirk likewise it has uprooted any pride and ujb vanity from insan when he starts off and says Alhamdulillah all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone so he is now acknowledging I am not worthy of any praise I am not deserving of any praise praise is for Allah alone if an artist has painted a drawing and if that drawing could that picture could speak uh, he's painted a scenery beautiful garden and whatever else and now that scenery is there hanging on the wall and if it could speak and that painting on the wall starts now boasting about itself that I am like this and I am like that and this is my excellence and people will laugh at it that what is you and your excellence it's the artist that drew you who are you and what are you you just hanging on the wall you have nothing it's the artist's hand that has drawn you so the artist is the person who will get the praise you just hanging here so just like that if that painting could speak and it starts praising itself and starts boasting about itself it will be a laughable thing so insan what is insan and what is his achievement what is his doing who is he he says I I did this I did that and my accolades my achievements and my this and my that what is my and who is I it's all purely Allah Ta'ala's grace Allah Ta'ala's blessing Allah Ta'ala allowed him to do something 
and then Allah Ta'ala granted him the ability to do it Allah Ta'ala blessed with that intelligence to do it Allah Ta'ala blessed with that physical capability to do it Allah Ta'ala granted all the means to do it then insan with the qudrat of Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala's help does it and then he boasts about himself so I did this and I did that and my achievement and all my doing so Allah Ta'ala is reminding the insan about his feebleness that you are not worthy of any praise all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone so this which lurks in our hearts <coughs> about me, about I and my, my doing Allah Ta'ala has already given us the ilaj and the remedy for it in the first word of the Quran Sharif while on the one side this uproots shirk completely it uproots this ujb this vanity, this pride I am somebody, I am the one who has done this and that we have done nothing everything is purely the grace of Allah Ta'ala anything that a person seems to have done well that's not his doing it's Allah Ta'ala's grace something that he brought to some kind of completion apparently is not his bringing to completion Allah Ta'ala's grace so therefore at every juncture he turns to Allah Ta'ala Alhamdulillah this is all purely Allah's grace all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone the Rabb of the worlds inshallah we'll continue Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq subhanallah bihamdihi subhanakallahumma bihamdik ashhadu